One of them's got a face for radio, and the other is blind as a bat. You be the judge of which is which. It's TM5, sponsored by Hannah Strawn Realty. Dan Marino should rot in hell. Nobody knows anything about brain. America! Who wants some Arnie Palmies? Everybody love everybody! Jesus, what happened to your face? Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Do you not realize I have had diarrhea since Easter's? Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Thursday, September 21st, 2023. And we've reached a happy Friday, Junior. Hopefully everyone's having a great week. I know I have. I know Bryce has because Bryce got a new bed frame last night. He got a new washing machine. He's he's in good shape. Yeah, and for uh, the perfect price of free. (laughs) Those are even the best. Those are the absolute best. Today, Bryce, is National Pecan Cookie Day. You know what? As much as I love pecans, I, I'm not a huge fan of pecan cookies. I, I don't I don't dislike them per se, uh, but it's not something that I'm going to choose over other treats. I don't know why, but I just, I've never, I don't like pecans in cookies for some reason. You can't explain why. I've just never been into it. I love pecans, every type of pecan. But when it's baked into a cookie, I'm not a massive fan of it. I've never been a big fan of pecans anyway, um, so I'm not in for the pecan cookie. Oh, well, it's because you're from the north. You know, northern people don't like pecans. No, I'm yeah, not. You are. You are. Dear Lord. Yes, you are. We've established you're that more, many times. Bryce, you're more of a Yankee than I am. I was born way south than you were. I was born in Carrollton. Yeah, I was literally. Born, I was born in Albany. I was born near oh, Florida. Man. It's all right. We're, we're, it's, it's okay. Yeah, but, we both, but we both know Florida is the north. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Florida, Florida is the north <laughs> once you get below Tampa. Maybe Tampa. Maybe no, Tampa. Yeah. No. Yeah. The Panhandle and Tallahassee of, and stuff, that's absolutely the south. The amount of transplants that have moved to Florida, it doesn't matter what part of Florida. No, it's all no, no, no. You, no, you have to be specific. The northern people are not moving to the Panhandle. They're not moving to Tallahassee. They're moving. We could probably include Tampa in that, though. But like like Tampa South, that's the north. Tampa South is, is Yankee land because of all the all the people that are retiring down there. But man, like around Tallahassee and Jacksonville and stuff, it's still it's that's pretty that's pretty south. That's where you get Florida man. That's where you get Florida man. Once you once you get below that, though, yeah, that's uh, that's Yankee land. Braves fall yesterday to the Phillies in extra innings, six to five. And that that sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That great. sucked. Uh, Nicky Lopez, Ozzy Alves, Riley Olson, Azuna all had RBIs for the Bravos. Bryce Elder, a really really strong outing. Three and two thirds innings, four earned, zero Ks. <laughs> oh, what? not great, dude. Not great. What? I I I don't know. I just. I feel like this Braves team has let off the gas the past, I don't know, six, seven games. Like, it's, it, it, I, I know I know we're trying some different people at, di- at different spots and we're doing a lot of rotation and stuff, and, but I don't know. This this has got me a little little uneasy. I'm, I'm not saying the Braves aren't a phenomenal team. And I'm not saying the Braves don't have a great shot at still winning the World Series, but uh, I don't know. The, the taking our foot off the gas the past uh, two series, it's just got me a little concerned yeah i get that braves are excuse me the the bullpen went six in the third innings of two hit one earned baseball now granted that was against uh freaking aj minter 
AJ Minter came in, walked to the first batter, which was Schwarber, got a ground ball double play, which was awesome. I'm like, all right, we're about to get out of the 10th. Then proceeded to walk the next two batters to like, get the bases loaded. Love that. And then gives up a double. And then walks another batter and then finally gets Cassianos to fly out. Like, this is what what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. AJ Minter, yeah, giving up giving up four four walks. One inning, four walks, one hit, two runs, one earned. Yeah. That's that's God, not that's so annoying. That's not great. That's not great from AJ Minter. The pin was fantastic before Minter came in. Pin looked yeah, really before good. Before Minter. Yeah, yeah, came in and shut everything down. Um yeah, I, I just I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little concerned. I I don't know I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that they have sort of laxed off because they've already won the division, but you know, the That's Dodgers the, the Dodgers are coming up quick. You know what I mean? Like the the Dodgers the Dodgers aren't taking their foot off the gas. We've got what? 10 games left? 11? Uh I think it's 11. One second. Let me check. Quick there, quick there. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games left. Uh, two series with the Nats and one series with the Cubbies. Yeah, so we got a four-game set coming up with the, the Nats starting today, and then a three-gamer with the Cubbies. Yep. On Monday. Yep. And then a three-gamer with the Nats in the season, right? Yep, that is correcto. And uh, you know the Nat season's over, so those that should be a seven zero sweep of that team. Uh, it Cub, should be Cubby's still fighting. Cubby's still fighting for the uh, wild card. But we'll see. Uh, Braves are one in five in their last six. Ooh. So I mean, I, yeah. I, I I I'm with you. It has seemed like ever since we won the East and clinched the East, it's kind of been uh, we don't need to work as hard. Um, but I, I want to make sure that we continue to get everything that we're trying to to aim for yeah yeah and it's it's not it's not that i'm concerned about the talent level and you know the the braves twitter is it's it, honestly the braves twitter is phenomenal after losses because everybody says the sky is falling and this braves team's horrible and yada 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 this braves team we've said it on this podcast many many times it's probably the best best braves team uh of all time and it arguably could be the greatest offense in baseball history so we we know what they are we know that they have just insane fire firepower but uh yeah i don't know the mindset just seems to be a little bit more lax than i would want it to right now yeah as mentioned the braves do have a four gamer starting with the nats today um yeah we're in in dc right yes yeah, we're yes. in dc we are in we are in the district of final, columbia final road trip of the year and then we will come home and have host the cubs and the and the nats again the final two series of the year and it's hard to believe Bryce that we are at the final two series of the no, year not hard Holy to believe crap. at all we've been playing baseball for the past two years definitely definitely it, not hard to believe gotta gotta chop right. that season down Freed and Irvin on the uh, on the bump tonight Ooh, that's a good bump that's should, a good yeah, matchup should be a good matchup yeah 705 start that should be gotta get down the winning ways man I hate this I don't like this losing feeling alright uh, Friday Night Lights Let's get to the Friday night lines and talk about uh, what each team is favored or uh, as a road dog. So uh, let's start with, uh, let's go from, we're not going to go with the first one, Bryce. We're going to go with, let's do our non-broadcast, right? 
Sure. Uh, Carrollton. Carrollton is a 33-point favorite against Hillgrove. Ooh, that's a big number. On the road. Where is Hillgrove at? I don't even know where Hillgrove's at. I don't know. You know? I I don't know. That's I, an interesting thought. I I'd I have know. to I'd have to think that that Carrollton's going to cover here. Like, you know, that I mean that that is a big number. But we've seen what Carrollton's offense can do. Like we've seen what their offense yeah. can do. We've seen what their defense can do. Let me look up Hillgrove and see what they've looked like this year. But I mean, Hillgrove is not one of those perennial powerhouses that pops out into my mind in, into my mind that I can think. This is the last game before region play starts for the Trojans. Uh, Hillgrove right now is two and three on the season. They lost to River Ridge, Creekview, and East Coweta. They beat Altoona and Campbell. Um, yeah, I would I would say Carrollton obviously a wins this and B. I'm gonna say they cover. I I think they I think they cover. The only two teams after that Hughes after that Langston Hughes game, which Langston Hughes and Carrollton are both top twenty teams in the entire nation. Um, so after that Langston Hughes team. Uh, Rome and Jenkins are the only two teams that have scored on them. And, and I would venture a guess. I don't know this for a fact. I would venture that Jenkins, those two touchdowns from Jenkins, probably came in the fourth quarter against some uh, against some freshman kids for the Trojans. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hillgrove, um, Carrollton, 33-point favor. G- give me Carrollton. I think Carrollton's going to cover. Yeah. Uh, Freeman, a 33-point favorite on the road at Ridgeland. Wow. That's that's big. That is a that is a huge number. Uh, big win for uh, for Bremen last week, thirty-one to three, starting off their region play on the right foot, one and zero in the re- in the region. Ridgeland hasn't won a game yet this year. They're zero and Ridgeland is no good. They're zero and four. They've lost to North Cobb Christian thirty-four to nothing, Heritage twenty-eight to seven, and Kula uh, Creek thirty-five to nothing. Uh, give me Bremen, obviously. Uh, and I'm going to say Bremen covers, man. Give me Bremen and give me Bremen to cover. Yeah, I think Bremen has a really good shot of covering, honestly. Um, it's it's really interesting to me because I think um, it it's it, it's interesting to me because I think that Bremen's offense is continuing to get better and their defense continues to get better. So uh, 30, 33 may not be out of the realm of possibility with Ridgeland. Do you still have our sheet from last year? Can you see what they they did against Ridgeland last year? Because it was big. I they believe. beat them thirty-seven to thirty, uh, thirty-seven to six. So they beat them by thirty-one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Harrison County versus North Murray. Uh, Harrison County is at home against North Murray, and North Murray is a two-point favorite. So Harrison County, a dog. Yeah, Harrelson County coming into this matchup 0-4. They open up region play with North Murray at home. The only game that I can find on North North Murray, uh, they did put or the only kind of sort of similar game I suppose I can find is they did beat Ridgeland 63 to 35. This North Murray team puts up points, man. And their two losses versus Dalton, uh, they scored they scored 35 versus Northwest Whitfield and 14 versus Dalton. The wins against Pickens and originally they put up 44 in 63. Uh, that that Harrelson County defense is going to have to contain North Murray because I don't think they have the offense to put up those type of numbers. Uh, give me Harrelson County. Give me Harrelson County as a home dog starting off region play. Originally a two point, or excuse me, North Murray a two point favorite. Give me Harrelson County. Give me the Rebels at home. I like it. Yeah, I, I hope they they can pull that off. I really do. 
Um, Bowden is, uh, well, excuse me. Uh, let's do Hurt County. Hurt County is a 42-point favorite versus Clarkston. The Arugula's. 42-point. Uh, yeah. Holy crap. Last year, Hurt County beat them 57-14. to 14. Uh, I was at that game, and Hurt County could just do, they could do whatever they wanted. I think it's going to be much of the same this year. Hurt County might be the best 0-4 team in the entire state. Uh, Clarkston's terrible. Clarkston lost to Banneker 60, or excuse me, Burkmar 65 to nothing. They lost to Farrell 54 to 6. They lost to Osborne 37 to 6. They do have a win against Cross Keys 24 to nothing. Um, but Clarkston's in one of those weird situations where they don't they don't play a region schedule. They're in a region technically, but they don't play a region schedule. Heard County's going to win this one. The 42 points is a lot, but I'm going to take the Braves at home with that 42 point favorite. I would agree with you. Mount Zion at Jasper County, and that is a 10-point 10, 10 favorite for Jasper County. Uh, you know, we, we talked about it last year. The Eagles struggle on the road a lot. I, I don't know what it is last year, but they just they, they were struggling on the road. Jasper County's 3-2 and two, uh, on the season. I, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to pick Jasper County on the money line, but give me Mount Zion. I don't think they lose by more than 10. I think they're I think they're in this game in the fourth quarter. It wouldn't shock me if Brad Gordon and company go on the road and win this one. Uh, but they keep it close in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a it's, it's a pick 'em game for me. Your game, Villarica, is a 14 point favorite at home against the the Banneker Trojans. I think, and they've got uh, a your guess and that's is as good as mine. I don't know. Are they the Banneker Trojans? I don't know. I, I think don't know it's either. Banneker Trojans. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Uh, give me Villarica. Villarica is going to win this, and they're going to cover two uh, two touchdowns. They what did they beat Banneker by last year? I feel like they destroyed them last year. Yeah, 40, it was a lot. Forty four to twenty three. Uh, much the same this year, I believe as well. I think Banneker's a little bit better. They beat Washington 35-22. They beat New Man twenty to fourteen. Uh, they fell to Val- Valdosta forty eight to seven, and they lost to Manor Jackson forty four to twenty two. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think Villarica is going to win the- win and cover this one easily. Uh, Bowden is a 22 point favorite over Temple on <sighs> Friday night at Holly. Uh, you know what? If you'd asked me two weeks ago, I would have told you it's probably closer to a pick'em game. Uh, but this week, uh, Temple just had Temple stumbled a couple times. So the 21 I, that 21 line that's or t- excuse me 22 point line that's still really big man I think Bowden's gonna win this game they have a lot of offensive firepower uh but Temple if they can get their run game going and control the clock they can keep this one close into the fourth quarter I don't think Bowden I don't think Bowden covers here I think Temple keeps this one close I think Bowden wins in the end but Temple's gonna keep this one close and it wouldn't surprise me if this is a seven point game going into the fourth quarter I think Bowden covers I really do I think Bowden can do right now whatever they want they're Bowden's starting to do what Bowden did last year, Bryce, at the end. Yeah. And just impose their will. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens on Friday night. But anyway. All right. Let's uh, let's shift gears and head to the other type of football and talk uh, Atlanta United. And uh, let's bring in our special guest, shall we? Oh, yeah. Let's bring him in. All right. Oh, wait. No, we don't have one. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. I was going to bring in Abner just to say, yeah, here you go. Yeah. Here's, and, here's Atlanta United. <laughs> but he doesn't wake up at six o'clock in the morning like we do. 
He might be up. He actually he actually might he be may. up. Yeah, he may be up. Uh, Atlanta United drew last night 1-1 to versus D.C. United. A good point from Atlanta United on the road. Stats were shots 19-6 D.C. Shots on target were 4-4. Possession was 56-44 Atlanta. Key passes were 15-6 D.C. United. And expected goals were 2.02 to 0.67 in favor of D.C. United. Atlanta United is now 6-5-5. Five, and five against teams currently above the playoff cut line. And Atlanta can clinch a playoff berth Saturday with a win and a Charlotte non-win at Cincinnati. We were in a position last night at one point during the game for Atlanta United to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, that was when we were winning, when we were beating D.C. United. Um, but uh, but we fell. Obviously didn't clinch that. Right now we are in the well, see, fifth, I think. One, two, three, four. We're in the sixth spot, so we would not get... A home field playoff game, but that can change. Where right now um, we are, I mean, I mean, we're only we're five points out of second place. Like the East is so compact right now, between first and fifth, like it's only a five point difference. So Columbus, they're ahead of us. Columbus is ahead of us on goal difference. We're sitting on the same points. Philadelphia Union at forty seven points. New England Revolution at forty eight. Orlando City at fifty. No one's catching Cincinnati FC. They're at fifty eight. Uh, but, I mean, realistically, Atlanta United, with a couple of good results, could pop up into that third spot and uh, get a get a home game for our uh, for our five stripes. That would be good. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. There's, there's nothing like a home playoff atmosphere for an Atlanta United game. I mean, it really, well, it really is unrivaled through the rest of the MLS. I have no doubt. I've just never been, but I have no doubt. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. We got one, two, three, four. We have four. Four. Uh, games left. Four games left on the season. Wow. Yeah. That's four, coming down. Four games left. How many races do we have left in the NASCAR season, too? Uh, seven, I think. I think there's seven, okay. seven races left. Excuse me. I, I was wrong on the points. We're four points out of second place. So between second and fifth place is essentially decided by four points, which is we get three points for a win. So just over a win. All the, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy here in the last uh, you know, month of the season. Season ends on October 21st. Uh, Atlanta United has two home games and two away games left. We play the place uh, Montreal, Union, Columbus Crew, and FC Cincinnati. So three of the four teams that we play are ahead of us in the standings. That's that's good. That's good. That gives us an opportunity to move up. Let's go. Yep. Let's make it happen. Oh, sorry, I need some water. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Bremen falls to Heard County 4-1. to one. Those are two of the Wait. best. Yes. Are you sure? Unless they put it wrong on Max Preps again. They did. Again? Bremen, Bremen Softball posted last night. Blue Devils 4, Braves 1. That's the second time this year they've done that. Oh, they, yep. just, they just corrected it. Now they have oh, okay. Now they corrected. They have a loss. I was about to say that's the second time Heard County's posted a reverse score on their max preps. Uh, those are both of those teams are two of the best teams in the entire state. Like both of those teams are going to be in Columbus and vying for a uh, vying for a state championship. Uh, Heard County right no now twelve and eight on the season, but five and zero oh in the region and getting healthier and healthier as the days go on. Thirteen and five for Bremen overall. Six and two in their region. I don't think is Bre- I don't think Bremen's leading their region. No, Bremen's third right now in their region. Lafayette and Gordon Lee uh, are are one and two right now in their region. Uh Temple Our County's clinched their region. 
Yeah, they're done. Uh, so they're they're hosting the region championship on the tenth of October. That's not surprising. No. How's do you it know how be. do you know how Lily Ray's doing with her with her recovery to injury? I know she pitched the other night. How's she? She pitched the other night. She looked good. Um, she's she said she's getting better. She's starting to feel like every time she pitches, she doesn't hurt anymore. I asked her specifically, and good. she's like, "Yeah, I don't I don't hurt anymore when I pitch." So that's a good thing. That's so awesome. uh, yeah, that's that's a really good thing. If she gets healthy and and, and basically breaks this rust off after not pitching for a while. <laughs> oh. You're, Watch out. You're essentially going to get the best pitcher in single-A softball and possibly the state going into the state playoffs with essentially no arm fatigue at all. Yeah. And <laughs> and Anna Bryce is the real deal, too, man. She is a great pitcher. Like, she, her back, who's been pitching primarily for her county, right. ooh, she's, she is fantastic. Well, they got a, so they got a big one today. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in, in, in Columbus this year. Uh, Temple They're Falls just got a hit. Yeah. Temple Falls to Harrison last night, eight to one. On the Smith's floor covering games and events calendar for tonight. Bremen is at Kalua Creek. Bowden is at home versus Landmark Christian. Carrollton is on the road at Hurd. That should be a good game as well. Central at Sonoraville. Harrison County at Rockmart. Mount Zion at Temple. And Villarica is at Mays. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Woozy Real Estate Group. In probably one of the most weird days in the NFL yesterday. Okay, there was a lot of weird things that happened in the NFL yesterday. Primarily, what's going on at Hallis Hall right now is unreal. Chicago Bears have had a weird, weird day yesterday. And it was after you and I discussed Justin Fields, right? Right. So in a press conference yesterday, he says he's just not gonna, like he's going to just react. He's not going to think. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and when asked about that, he said they asked what brought that on. He said coaching. So there's a shot right there. A thousand percent. Uh, then. A little bit later, and, and granted, this is coming after Sunday. Um, the defensive coordinator for the Bears <laughs> did not make it to the game, and Eberflus had to call the defense, which didn't end up well for them. No. Baker um, Mayfield threw for like 300 yards on him. Yeah. Uh, so then yesterday, it comes out that he's resigning. Then... Shortly after that, it comes out that his house and Hallis Hall were raided. There's just, there's so much weird stuff going on with this that I, I don't, uh, if you're a Bears fan, I am sorry. Like, <laughs> Dude, that, that franchise is an absolute dumpster fire right now. <laughs> it is. It is right now. It's unreal. No, according to ESPN, Alan Williams is taking a step back just to be take care of his uh, health and family. He didn't. Nobody's that's, getting. Nobody's getting raided. His, that, that is what his <laughs> his uh, statement said. <laughs> yeah, the Bears. Justin Field. He said the play calls felt robotic this weekend. <laughs> he said could be coaching. He said they got to do what they got to do. He said I prepare myself through the week. And then when the game comes, it's time to play free at that point. Thinking less and playing more. 
Yeah. That's exactly what I want to hear from my quarterback. Think less. Good. Hey, good luck against the Kansas City Chiefs defense this weekend, buddy boy. Like I, I love Justin Fields. I really do. I appreciate him and his time for at, at Ohio State, but protect yourself, Justin. Holy crap, buddy. Uh, you are using too many words. Use you know use less words. Less words will do. Uh yeah. But the Vi- the Vikings have bolstered their run game and, and trade for Cam Akers uh from the Rams. Kind of surprising. I thought the I thought the uh, Browns were going to be in on Cam Akers. I guess the Browns are looking now towards um, Kareem Hunt as their backup to to Nick Chubb's injury. Um, I thought Cam they I thought have Cam was going to get Browns. Hunt. Have they? They've already so they've already signed Kareem yeah. Hunt. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. That's good. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Cam was going to go to the uh, to the Browns, but yeah, getting a nice getting a nice acquisition up there. Uh, let's see, what is it? Just a twenty twenty six draft swap. And the Vikings also get a conditional seventh round pick, and the Rams are getting a conditional sixth round pick. Kim Mulkey among the six honored with statues at Louisiana Tech. Oh, look at you guys. Nice. Kim Mulkey. I wonder if uh, Brett Favre got one. Probably. Did he get one down yeah. there? You think he paid for it himself? He didn't go to Louisiana Tech, right? No. Yeah, but he's the king of Louisiana. Why wouldn't he have a statue at every single university in Louisiana? <laughs> I mean, that just seems appropriate. Like Louisiana Tech, Louisiana State, Louisiana Lafayette. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. He's the king. He's the king of Louisiana. Alleg- allegedly. The king of I'm Louisiana. Allegedly. I do. I, we love. We love our partners at uh, the Perry and Law Group. We do not. We do not need to get sued. It's King of Louisiana. He needs a statue everywhere. He needs a statue on every single interstate that comes into Louisiana. Whatever, How can I mute your ass? Whatever, whatever interstate inter- <laughs> comes into the state at whatever direction, Brett Favre, he needs to have a statue on that interstate because he built that state. He's single-handedly. Bo- Bodily today in 2008, the final home game is played at old Yankee Stadium against the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, the house that Ruth built. Shame they tore it down, but I understand why they did it. Yeah. Same I thing with too. same thing with Soldier Field. Like that only has a couple more years left. It's gonna be sad when all these venues are no more. Dude, I saw a um <laughs> I saw a tweet or something on Facebook, one of the two, it was a social media post that said nineteen twenty seven Lou Gehrig had hundred and seventy two RBIs and he hit right behind Ruth and it sixty times he hit behind him. He just cleared the bases. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's absurd, man. Jeez. Abe Ruth cleared the bases sixty times before Garrick hit in nineteen twenty-seven, and he had and Garrick still had one hundred and seventy-two ribbies. That's absurd. That's absolutely it's insane. In less games, yeah, what would they play? One hundred and forty something. I don't know what they did back in I think it was 147. Or 100. It's still too many. Still way too many. But that's that's an insane stat. That's crazy. You got anything else for us, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Friday Junior. Friday Junior. Let's go. Uh, all right. For Bryce Farley, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.